Hey, welcome back to the coaches meeting. Today is Monday, February 15th. Happy Valentine's Day yesterday. Happy President's Day today. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Kevin's out today celebrating mom's birthday. But we got Jim, Bobby H., myself. Uh, great episode where we like to chop it up here. And uh, we talk about all things from the future where sports are going. My dad gets, sits on a soapbox to talk about how he's right about Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl. Um, we talk about the future of what MLB is going to look like. Also, snow days in college and just, I don't know. It's a great time. We're all over the place. But I'm sure you're going to love it, and there's going to be lots of laughs. Thanks for joining. Love having you. Here we go. Is that is that your new like token start out start of episodes, Dad? I don't know. It's fine if you want to have something repeatable. Like on the intros, I'm starting with the Ayo. I, don't know if <laughs> I noticed, noticed that, I love that it. one, but uh, I feel like something I just, just shocked Mini the body. Mini Pearl is my favorite. Mini Pearl. Um. All right. Well, we're back this week for the coaches meeting. It is the hangover podcast where the Super Bowl's over. There's no NFL for the first time in like 20 weeks. Um, Kevin's away celebrating his mom's birthday. So this episode, happy birthday, Mrs. Crafting, dedicated to you. So you have yours truly, Bobby H. And it looks like mom, what is, I'd recommend suspending him. Oh, fair enough. Well, um, obviously you know Dad's here. And um, Bob, are you wearing? Is that a Syracuse orange hoodie? It is a Virginia hoodie. My buddy worked there 12 years ago, and I went to visit him in Charlottesville, and I raked a bunch of gear out of this closet he he got reprimanded for it like three months later he was just giving out gear and they were like brad you can't do that so i've been rocking this for was he in the like uh like a trainer or like in the athletics department like as an assistant or something he worked oh god it's been so long he worked for the football team. i hope statute of limitations is over but yeah yeah he, he's since oh, found god. different employment he's good um no, he uh, he worked for the football team in some capacity. I, I forget specifically what his role was. but So that – you know how they talk about, like, players being so dirt poor they can't afford stuff? Like, at Miami University, I remember that, like, whether you're, you're a receiver and whether you saw the field in a quarter or not, they got brand-new wide receiver's gloves every quarter of every game. And those are, wow. like, $50 gloves at retail. I'm sure there's – you know, they get – Lower price per unit, but it's like there's so much ridiculous merch that gets tossed around if you're in an Rob, athletic department. Rob, Mike, uh, Caitlin's cousin Colin, um, through the shop hood at Oregon, he had, he told me, and he is a little prone to exaggeration, but he told me that he had like 40 or 50 pairs of unused, just like Nike shoes that were just in boxes that he's never used before. They they, they just handed them out. Obviously, Oregon's like uh, is a Completely different animal than a lot of college programs just because of the connection to Nike. But, yeah, I, I think those kids are hooked up. It doesn't matter where you go. Yeah. 
So I miss that. I now like we we did a little spring cleaning, and now that I look in my drawers and stuff, and I'm wearing it right now. Like all I have is generic five dollar shirt from Kroger, generic line. Give me I all the days of having like cool schools, colleges, camps you went to for sports, all gone. Yesterday, no more. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday you had on your grade school cross country shirt. It's like the oldest thing I got. It's got holes in both armpits. Kelsey's like, you even said you said it needs to be turned into a rag. Not happening on my watch. No, I said you should use it to wash your car. Yeah, a rag. You could rub your belly up against the car. I don't know how it fits, but um, the other thing, um, straw poll here on all the dry fit technology. Like, I think. Cotton is better than dry fit from the standpoint of longevity where I feel like dry fit stuff starts to stink after a while. So you experience it's, this? it's funny that you mentioned that because as part of the, the raid that I did in Charlottesville, Virginia in 2009, I had like this dry fit UVA football shirt that I ran in for the better part of a decade. And after a while, like I put it on one time and I was like, this thing just reeks. Like it's time to retire this. So I don't disagree with you. I think, you know, after a while, you know, there's a shelf life, whereas cotton, you know, you just throw it in, throw it in the wash on hot and you're good to go. Yeah. And this week on how I know I'm old and washed up at this point, Kelsey asked me, what are some things like, you know, we really need to think about five things that you need for the year. I was like, what? I I don't need anything. I don't need anything. No. And I go, well, if I had to guess, I was like, I think I'd like to refresh all my athletic socks i'm throwing i got uh i don't know 15 new pairs of athletic socks and i'm throwing away all the others and i specifically said cotton long sleeve tees and boots maybe i got three out of five i don't consider myself very cheap however athletic socks are effing expensive dude yeah like every time i go to buy a new pair i'm like jesus christmas like like a pair of three is like twenty five bucks. Am I crazy? You guys have turned I... into your grandfathers. Yeah, well, it be sucks. that as it may. Well, like, why can't we change the narrative that like, you know, you're supposed to be? Can't you have fun and like not have to worry about being fiscally responsible? Called scotch. Well, that's the <laughs> fair point. Like what at the end of the more? day, we put what we plan. More? What? What costs more? A half dozen pair of athletic socks or a half gallon of scotch? Well, doors. Middle of the road. Scotch. Is half gallon? Is that a. Is that a. Uh, 750 milliliters. A 12 Back. pack? A 12 pack of athletic socks will probably run no, you no, more I said than doors. Oh, doors will run you more. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, but you got to take care of the extremities. And what lasts longer? The socks. Well, that's why you get Roman swipes. That's why they're cheap. <laughs> Roman yeah, swipe. Yeah, Dad, it's it's not a sponsor of ours, but they yeah, sponsor we'll talk a lot about of other podcasts. They help we last longer. Um, all right, well, what's everybody drinking as we uh, dive in here? Heineken Original Premium Malt Lager. Wait, is that that's not the NA Heineken that you got? No, that I, I spaced that in between them. So uh, I kind of lie to my body. Your chaser. I'm drinking a buddy. Anheuser Busch, <sighs> St. Louis, Missouri. Nice, fun. I'm, I'm, I'm 
in this recording, I'm going to finish off probably two thirds of a bottle of J. Lore uh, Cabernet. Mm. That, What's the uh, vintage? Again, kind of that we're old and washed up. Uh, we popped it last night. Kelsey and I had a glass, watched a movie, didn't make it past one glass, and uh, fell asleep on the couch at about 10:15. So she doesn't really like diving into leftover wine. So I know it'll get thrown out if I don't drink it today. I'm well, kind of with her. Well, that's a thrifty thought. I'm kind of with Kelsey there. Like, wine just doesn't really keep. Even in a day? A day, a day is probably fine. But that's where I'm at now. But you can kind of a difference. A room temperature cab doesn't hit, doesn't slap the same as a nice cold buddy would right now. No. Not at all. No, a lukewarm buddy. Ew. Daddy, you ever had beer on ice? Uh, Yeah. I don't Thoughts? Like it. Ricky, Ricky, Bobby drinks it all the time. In a hot summer day, it's some. Sometimes you got to go to it. Mm. No, I don't no. like it. That's no good. I would just as soon get a really. Well, uh, Kaylin got me that. Um, what do you call it? Koozie. The uh, Yeti. Yeti koozie. koozie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice gift. Yeah. Drink your drinks faster. Stay cool. It'll stay colder. Um, yeah. Speaking of stone cold, I met a stone cold cutie this week and one Lila Haddon horse. Mm. Thank you yeah. for the pasta. It was we, delicious. Yeah, Kelsey looks like her mother, pasta. huh? She really yeah. doesn't. My 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 older daughter looks like looks exactly like my wife, but Lila's I think a little bit more of a hybrid between me and her. So time will tell. But like. When we were in the hospital, I was going down memory lane and looking at like newborn pictures of Willa, and I was like, "This is—they don't really look alike." But it's early on. It, yeah. Early days. What's, Should be what's, four- what's your mailman look like? Uh, my mail, my mailman's a female, actually, male woman. No, well, Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. Um, exactly. Yeah, okay. but I, as Rob's already heard hey. me say this, like Kelsey or Cece just turned seven months this week, and is i don't know probably 17 to 18 pounds maybe hey but like what what dad frankie viviano said to say hello i stopped in in his proprietorship the bark oh. viviano floors thanks and we were, his his baby daughter was born june 26th that's her Great. second ah and she oh. said oh that's cool and he was asking about you and said to say hello hey so well, while i remember i'll say that support your local florist um yeah. So anyway, where was I? Uh, oh, in the middle of a story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, picking up Lila at seven pounds, eight pounds, whatever she is, it's like it's mind blowing to me. The change that takes place, and you're like, wait, my baby was just this size. I. She's, she's not anymore. Now we got a little crawler that wiggles and squirms and makes noises when she wants stuff. I felt the same way, dude. Like when when you and Kelsey stopped by our house in August, when when Cece was probably like six weeks old, I was like, I held her for, you know, 17 seconds before Willa flipped out. But I was like, geez, like I you just forget how little they are. And like I kind of forgot how to hold an infant, but it's like riding a bike. You, football, you pick it right back up. like a football, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So hey, Rob, how was the pasta and the nuts? The pasta was delicious. I'm not sure what the knots is. Was the, the garlic knots? knots the garlic knots? Oh, they were, they, were, they, were, they were delicious. So we the story there, because we had, 
we made like a we Kelsey made a double batch. I had one job and that was to make the salad dressing, and I forgot a key ingredient of the white wine vinegar, so it just tasted like really salty. I don't know, it was terrible, but um, we we that was I had one job and I screwed that up. The other job I had was the uh, garlic knots, garlic bread, and there were six of them. And I was like, oh, well, we'll keep one roll for Kelsey and I because we were, had some leftovers. And I was like, take four over to Robin, Caitlin, and Willa, and Lila. And um, Willa left them in the oven. And then the next day, I, I didn't think about it until the next day after we ate dinner. And I was like, Kelsey, why didn't we eat the garlic bread? And she was like, what? We gave it all to Robin, Caitlin. And I was like, no, we didn't. I kept two. And she's like, where'd you keep two? I opened the, I, I opened the oven, and there's two garlic knots sitting, staring <laughs> me in the face. So sorry we gypped you on two garlic knots. Don't worry, I I ate them anyway out of spite. Well, actually no, I ate one, and then the later in the day or maybe the next day, Kelsey was like going in there to turn the oven on to preheat for something, and I still had left the other garlic bread in the oven. She goes, oh, so you found out that you left it there, and you just decided to leave the pan and garlic bread in there and just be lazy as hell. And so I said yes. No, that'll happen. My uh, my dad and his girlfriend were in town, Robin. We had the pasta on uh, Friday night as well, and mm. they there were positive reviews. So shout out Kelsey. Yep, great cook, date night pasta. Although now mm-hmm. she's, it might have to be family night pasta. I don't know. I don't know why it's called date night, but Every I don't feel like date night during the COVID. After eating that pasta, you just need to get horizontal and just let Ooh. let that sit. It's good stuff. You're not doing any horizontal dancing. Which happy Valentine's Day! Shout out. Um, Didn't you ever hear me? I said after your empty nesters, every room's your bedroom. <laughs> that is, that's because that's where you fall. You fall asleep in every room. <laughs> well, I didn't say that. I think that's that's true. Um, yeah. Well, I was exhausted this week because, as we were discussing earlier, pre-pod, uh, built my first snow fort in. Uh, probably a good 10 years since college um which is we got the most we got the most snow in cincinnati that we've got in over 10 years and so um i was piling snow into an empty trash can and just making a little like barracks as it were and a neighbor asked they're like wow that looks great like making it for your daughter and i was like yeah they're like isn't she seven months and i was like yeah and they're like so you're making it for you and i was like yeah <laughs> Can we talk about how awesome snow days were in college since we're on the topic? Like, like you get the, you get the early morning email or whatever communication. And then you just get in your start. car and go to the liquor store. And yeah. Then you're, you're boozing by nine 30 or 10 and then snowball fights, snow football, whatever. It's just, you know, debauchery for an entire day. And then you're passed out by six o'clock. I mean, well, and that's where it got started of weekend. And that's what I miss doing with friends is, Day drinking with friends, like, far better than having drinks at night. Like, I'd rather have a Saturday where we're watching sports, we're out and about, we're being active, we're throwing back some pints or got what have you, and then you get back, order some food, fall asleep on the couch about 9 o'clock, reset the next day. It really is amazing, like, how, you know, the whole day drinking thing has evolved because um, I agree with you 100%. It's so much better to get started around three o'clock, four o'clock, even earlier. I don't know. I've got two kids. Not, not as easy to get, you know, tipsy anymore, but it, it is, it's so much better to just get drunk during the day. And like you just said, Rob, order Thank a pizza, this is a pass public, out by 10. You guys are advocates for public debauchery. 
that all this is above board. Hey, I want to get back to the snow days in college because I had to laugh. John Carroll didn't have a snow day from World War II until 1978. Well, that's And then we were in the blizzard of the century. Well, when well, you're walking to class uphill both ways. Well, no, we were living off campus, and my roommate, the night before, it was Was that the roommate who had the pot? Was that the roommate who grew the pot in the house? That never happened. So then, <laughs> there's, it wasn't me. Allegedly. You allegedly. can't prove it. 40, it was 45 degrees. We had we had a counting uh, test the next day. I think it was might have been our tax class, and there they weren't they they blew the predictions, and we got up you know, the class much like Mel Kiper and Todd McShay. Mm-hmm. So at about 6:30 we got up, and he go he took a look around. He says it's snowing like crazy. We got to get to class. We got to get in there for the test. And I said, well, let's just hold on here a second. First they closed all the schools in Cuyahoga County. Then all the schools in northeastern Ohio. And then they closed the airport. And then they started closing plants. And they finally got on and said, look, everything's closed. in North- We had like 14 inches of snow in about 12 hours with a 100-mile-an-hour gusts at Hopkins Airport. We had Jeez. drifts that were like 15 feet high. And this whole city, the city, the city of Toledo was closed down for over a week. Uh, Bowling Green was in, in – the University of Bowling Green was in dire straits because the trucks couldn't get in and they were running out of food for all these trapped students. But we only missed that was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By Monday we were back. And first thing we did is we knew our street was a snow emergency route. So we had to get our cars out the street, took them down to the grocery store after they had plowed their lot the first time. Went in, we get it, we we got a bunch of frozen pizza and a bunch of beer. We played poker for about 48 straight hours. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I I feel like the generations before of like certain guy activities, granted we are in a 2021 where it's a little bit different how the, as he's looked, but I've never had the uh, 48-hour poker bender where you just play and don't sleep. I mean, well, we, 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 we had Vegas for a bachelor party where I slept about seven hours in three days, but... <laughs> No, like having a bookie in your dorm for placing sports bets, like we never had any of that shit. You I mean, I wasn't the honors and scholars dorms, which is I don't know if that's a positive or a negative. There were betting slips for NFL games that ran around our dorm all the time. Yeah, pretty. I was never involved. No. Of course, all illicit gambling, never involved. But ice cold Heineken, now that is good. Well, there you go. Um. I was going to say, hey, well, that, all right, I, I'm going to help you here. Jump in. Because I'm waiting for this. Okay. If you listen to last week's show, there's two things I predicted. We're, yeah. I, I, I predicted, We're not transitioning into NFL talk yet. I was right on two accounts, including the turf toe. Yeah. Dad, all these things are great. You got the, you got the pre-show notes is where we're going to go. So we'll get in there. But oh, before we do. focused for once. Oh wow! Shot shot at your own son for his ADHD. What, what have you become? Well, I was gonna say your vaccine update, Dad. You're what? T minus two days from getting it. Oh yeah, and we got a blizzard warning for Tuesday morning when I'm supposed to get my shot. Well, camp out. What, what exactly? What exactly is a blizzard? I know it's a dumb question. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean like 18 well, inches, 24 inches really? of snow? Like what? Uh, like what is the literal definition of a blizzard? I'll Google it. Let's yeah. say a winter storm warning on steroids. Well, 
In Cincinnati, the local news said, as of yesterday, I haven't checked it today, best case snow was like 6 to 10 inches from Sunday yep. to Tuesday. Worst it's more case, based on the wind. Worst case, 12 to 17, which I was like, that's wild, but I'm down. Yeah, and what, what's I was going to make the point a moment ago how – Cincinnati, for whatever reason, is just not equipped for snow. I mean, if they're like, it's amazing. And it might be amazing to you, Rob, you know, being from Toledo, where the winters, I'm sure, were more harsh up there than they are down here. But like, if there is an inkling of snow, people around here panic. People lose their goddamn mind. Excuse me. I mean, when I called you on the way to daycare the other day, because as for the listeners know, we our kids go to the same daycare. And I said, I, it started snowing heavy, and I left at like three thirty. I was like, and it took me forty-five to fifty minutes to get there, and it usually takes about fifteen minutes or under. So I called Rob when I got there. I was like, "Hey, if you haven't left it, you probably want to do that." I spent time, Rob, going down a road behind a four. What is it? A, a suburban Ford? No, Chevy. Um, behind a suburban that was crawling at five miles an hour down a road. I'm like, you have four-wheel drive on this, like, stock $60,000 car, and you are – and there wasn't even that much snow on that road at the time. Anyways, it, it took me an it, hour and 45 minutes there and back. How was it, your round trip? It it was – so I left shortly after you called me. That was around 4.30. It took me – it like, the entire trip took me an hour and a half. I Like, my route home was – I was going through parts of Cincinnati I'd never even been to before. I was like, where the hell am I? Because I was using Waze. Waze had – did you zigzag back from there? Yes, I did. I, I – I, um, That's called slaloming. Uh, like, I, I was by the Tesla dealership that's Zig-zags right Zigzags are what your roommate used to use to roll his weed product back in college. <laughs> oh, that was real tobacco. Uh, oh, yep. blizzard. Just, it was only cigarettes. Is a severe snowstorm characterized by strong sustained winds of at least 50 kilometers per hour and lasting for a prolonged period of time, typically three hours or more. So the wind is what makes it a blizzard. Interesting. Yes, it's a ground not, blizzard is a weather condition where snow is not falling, but loose snow on the ground is lifted and blown by strong winds. There you go. It's based Son of on a gun. When snow gets blown around, also known as a Miami Friday night. Um, <laughs> Wow. Uh, all right. Well, Dad, let's go into your hot takes from last week on football. We're post Super Bowl, so all right. We'll give I'm gonna you. I'm going to interject. I'm going to interject. When I mean, Jim, you had it spot on because when Rob said name one player, not name Tom Brady, and you said the whole Tampa Bay defensive line, you really knocked that one out of the park. <laughs> when you're there asked, you when you're asked, when there's a fork in the road. Take it. Yeah, they were awesome. Dad, you have the floor. This is your time well, to get on your soapbox. Their defensive line was awesome. Who would have bet the Mahomes wouldn't have – that Kansas City would not have a touchdown? I forgot someone did that, and it was a ridiculous payout, like on a, what, I don't know, $100 bet or something like that, and it paid out thousands. So, so I – um. I was just watching soccer and I, I, so I had 15 minutes between, you know, at halftime and I watched the, the, you know, part of the first quarter of the Super Bowl because I had it on DVR. And what I will say is it was amazing how, how disoriented, I, I mean, yes, Eric Fisher was out the left tackle 
and they had to move the right tackle to left, and then they had to move the right guard to right tackle. They were disoriented from from the second snap from scrimmage. Kansas City was. Their offensive and, line. Yes, the offensive line. And yeah, no, Jim, to your point, the, the, the Tampa Bay's defense was stifling, and and Kansas City never ever got into a rhythm, did they? Dad, Dad, me telling you you have the floor does not mean it's your time to start eating and making a shitload of noise. You finish are... chewing, finish chewing before you start talking. We'll give you that. And all, I'll just, I'll, I'll use this time to say, in all your infinite wisdom, you know, you you had the foresight to say that four players would be the best player not named Tom Brady. <laughs> well, that's because I couldn't and, remember Sue's name at that point. The former line. You said Gronk. You were texting us as I was editing the podcast, listening to the exact part where you said, Rob Gronkowski's not, I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer or not. And then you said revisionist history here. You were like, oh, I said he was going to be better in the game than Kelsey. I did. No. All right, here's your floor, Dad. Take off. Well, you look good. And your daughter looks good. What are we talking (laughs) about? Football? I like you wanted Browns to talk about how you were right. Uh, we're, the Browns yeah, were over. The Browns were trying Marlins. to gas hey, you I up here. I thought I had the floor there, Junior. Zip it. The, the Browns over New Orleans next year in the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Why the hell would New Orleans make it there? Breeze is retiring. Didn't he officially retire? Nope. Well, his arm's deader than the door now. His leadership is like <laughs> out of this world. That's great. Haven't yeah. you noticed the NFL? The old guys are ruling right now, other than Mahomes. Um, it's wild to see, for instance, like the demand out there that's in place for J.J. Uh, Watt this week. Wow. What, what there will be where he signs. Did, but if you're I in see, the, I've seen they a franchise self-destruct franchise. like this since Johnny Mazzell was chosen. I mean – I get it in the MLB, and that's something we'll talk about later is where they try to, like, destroy and rebuild. But, like, oh my the God. NFL's not structured that way. And Houston has just entirely shit the bed. Imploded. And then one thing I don't get, and I don't mean to make too much of a racial thing one, one way or another, but, like, some people are coming out and saying, oh, well, you know, they're going to let J.J. Watt go out of his contract, but they won't let – um, Watson out of his contract. And in my mind, I see where they're coming from, where you could try to position that argument. But Watson's upside at age 25, 26. He's probably 25, I guess. He's got, he has unlimited value. And so they're going to try to shopping stuff for it. And he's got a no trade clause. So he is, ultimately gets to pick where he wants to go. But you know, kind of with J.J. Watt at 32 with missing tons of games, I don't know what the end of his contract was like. I don't know. I, I'm i one that, you know, trying to be progressive on a lot of things. But I don't, like, I don't like the race argument that they make of, like, Stephen A. Smith is like, well, it's clear and simple why, you know, they treat Deshaun Watson like a kid. And yet J.J. Watt, they let out of his contract. I was like, nobody was going to really trade big assets for J.J. Watt on an expiring contract. J.J. Watt's been banged up and missed a lot of games the last two years. The uh, Watson, what, he had a rookie contract, then he went, and he was franchised, and now what? Where is he now? Can he franchise in one more year, I think, right? Maybe. I don't know. Kevin's our contract expert, and he's AWOL. 
<laughs> He's buffered. Happy birthday, Mrs. Crafting. So, to me, JJ, what's he owed for next year? I have no idea. I don't know the contract. Well, I I mean, I'm not going to pretend to bullshit. Twenty million. I, I would bet know. it's in a twenty million neighborhood. I was wondering if he's. I was texting Kevin back and forth this week that I said, you know, is he going to be like uh, late career Dwight Freeney, where he's going to go to a team, get paid pretty well to just be a menace on, only on third down situations. But Kevin seems to think that he's got a couple more years in the tank before that happens. That he's an ex- yeah, he does exclusive third year guy. It, it really is amazing, though. You know, J.J. Watt's probably, what, 30, 31, and... Mm, really? 32. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I bet he's... He's, he's been I, 10 I years? Been in a, yeah, he's been in the league at least 10 or 11 years. Former Central Michigan Chippewa. It, it Like, I was just going to make the point Or he went to it, Wisconsin. Yes. It, it's amazing how... And it was Western and, Michigan. And, and, and we've talked about Brady ad nauseum, and everyone talks about Brady ad nauseum for being 43. But it really is crazy how, you know, athletes into their 30s are still performing very, very well. And I don't know. I don't know if you can attribute that to like diet, you know, just taking care of yourself a little bit better. But like I I was just going to make the point that I perceived John Elway when he won in I guess I was 97, then he won in 98. I perceived him as like a 12 year old as being ancient. And he was probably only like 35. And yeah, you're right. and now we've got, you know, we got J.J. Watt, who is a Hall of Fame defensive end, who, who, you know, probably could play another three or four years. And we've got um, Drew Brees is forty, and it's it, it, it's it's crazy. And you know, I'm not a big tennis fan, but I was watching Serena. I was watching Serena Williams last night. She's thirty nine, and she's really really good. It's 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 insane how how we, like as humans we've just been able to, um, you know, athletes specifically have been able to maintain their their shape and form into their advanced quote-unquote advanced ages of 35 and older which that's a good point you make where it makes me think all right so what's the future of some of these uh leagues that have people's primes being expanded in the later years where it's like all right because you're just going to be good talent on the periphery and it's like do you either expand and develop the you know, under leagues or is there an, like a level below? So, I mean, or do you just look and you say, Hey, there's so much talent because this expanded prime. Do you add more teams to leagues? Because in, in professional sports in America, there's like what 30 to 32 teams in every single professional league. Why yes. 32? And I, I go, why can't that be more? Or do you make, I mean, can they elevate maybe out of COVID? Is there any way to elevate these amateur leagues that are like feeding into the majors? I don't know. I just think I want to say a big Y 30 to 32 teams. Because they can make <sighs> money. Well, but they can make more. Can they make more money with no. 35? For example, there's too many hockey teams. That's yeah, that, the product of hockey is a challenge. Not, yeah. not that it's I not good. You, it's all, it's all, it's all. That is all the commissioner and ownership. There's only 30 baseball teams, but there's 32 football teams. Um, Rob, you'll like this. Somebody posted, somebody posted a thing that said the influence of American football versus, say, soccer on the world status. Like the top five players in premier league or you know professional top tier soccer in europe 
on Instagram, social media followers all have like 200 million followers plus. Tom Brady, yeah. the goat of goats, has 15 million, which is like, I mean, maybe that speaks more volumes as to how big soccer is globally, but it's like perspective wise, there's a growth opportunity there, I would think. Well, you know who, who it, it, let me interject one point. <coughs> Excuse me. JJ Watt is 31. He'll be 32 in March. He, this was his 10th season. And, he, and it says here he's a free agent. So I don't think they're letting him out of any contract. So there you go. Oh, Unless he's a free, maybe that's his, after they let him out of his contract. But as of Wikipedia, anyway, the other thing is the NBA saw this a long time ago, although they screwed up China. But the dream team going to Barcelona set off a worldwide Everybody knew who Michael Jordan was, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and now, of course, LeBron and, and crew. They they get NBA games all the time. They don't watch American football. They but, tried NFL Europe. Didn't work. Um, interesting thing, dating back to college, when we went to uh, Honduras one year for a service trip, and one of our, like, po- our, our hired police that was, like, security for our group for the week – Literally looked like a five seven version of a young Tiger Woods, so we called him El Tigre for the week, for <laughs> Tiger Woods. And we asked, we were like, like you know Tiger Woods? And they're like, no, no idea who Tiger Woods is in Central America. Which, not not I'm not looking to dive too much into this or read into it, but I go, it's just wild that in a country, but there's but there's Pepsi and Coke billboards with Messi and Ronaldo everywhere sure. all over the country. Yeah, Tiger Woods. I mean, golf. Nobody, yeah, I mean, I, in a third I world country, imagine, golf's not a sport. Yeah, Central American countries. I can't imagine golf would be a would be a um, uh, a, a a a hot sport to follow. But um, that is really interesting, though, because like, yeah, I mean, t- one Tiger of the Woods top twenty icon. on the PGA tours from Mexico. See? Mexico. Right. Oh, and, and there's, there's a lot from Argentina. What's his name? What do they call? Won the Masters twice. Yeah, he won a Masters in U.S. Open. Oh God, I can think of a the ball. On Hal Cabrera. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, what do you know? So, anyways, the I Japanese think Japanese and the Koreans love golf. It'll be interesting to see how sports move going forward on whatever growth plans, or it's like you know, because if you're not, I, do they? Do you think leadership in these sports take? If you're not growing, you're dying, or you know, are they happy with what they've been doing? Because I think hockey's tried to insulate itself, and it's only gotten smaller and smaller, and now they can barely get – you can barely get a live game on national TV other than Sunday afternoons. Of yeah, it's all, it's all local, like your local Fox Sports, you know? Yeah. What, baseball? Hockey. Hockey. Baseball's a tough one. There's just too many games. Well, Hockey Night in Canada is big, if you think got that on your TV. All right, well, I'm going to jump around a little bit on our schedule notes since we're talking a little MLB. But MLB, thinking about it, it could be the first pro sport to have live attendance across the board. And if so, I'm ready to just dive head head first into Reds games and just going down there, assuming there's vaccines and whatnot. But, Rob, thoughts? Absolutely. Baseball is America's pastime, and while I'm not the biggest baseball fan, 
there really is nothing like going to a game, having a couple beers and, you know, win or lose. It's just a good experience. It's a fun experience. It's family friendly, et cetera. Um, and yes, to your point, Rob, about having fans back for the first time, I think a lot of people will flock to, you know, Cincinnati's a smaller market. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I'm a Reds fan, but I, 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 I wish them the best every single year. I will absolutely, you know, jump at any opportunity to go to any game because it's just going to be it's going to be so much it's going to be pandemonium you know once these vaccinations are rolled out and we're able to like live our lives again to, to like the fullest extent so yeah no i'm with you 100 percent. dad when you're post second vaccine here and post hip surgery all two months from tomorrow so let's say we're looking at one you're march 5th tomorrow march one 15th month. yeah or yeah, one month. Excuse me, two months is tax day, you know. But mm-hmm. I, I I expect it to be pushed back, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's say, what are you looking forward to most post hip surgery, post two vaccines? Uh, travel to vacation spots. Resort. Are you talking about me? Are they going to bring back the travel call in the NFL? Or are they going to or in the NBA? Or are they going to give them three steps? Oh my God. <laughs> they. they oh, even uh, what's his name was. Uh, Jay Billis was complaining yesterday, even in college, the refs allow people to change their pivot foot all the time. And he started pointing it out in the broadcast. Oh, he changed his pivot foot. It moves moves too fast. When they dribble inside the arc and then they take one step, two steps on a step back three, that's walking. That's traveling. That's another story. I'm talking about, I want to go somewhere. Uh, I'm not ready. We, you know, we had a trip canceled to, uh, Italy, and that would have been great, but I'm not so sure I'm going to go back there anytime soon. Uh, but I want to go somewhere where it's hot, golf courses, beaches, events, good dining, sitting in a uh, in a rocker. I'd love to just be grilling out in Hilton Head at the grill there at, at, our, at our resort. Uh, that's one thing. I would go to ba- baseball. I'd love to go to – it's warm weather. It's outside. It's open. Um I'm not so sure I want to go to 20,000 people in Cleveland to watch the Cavs. But, um, again, there's more and more TV, and and you get a better – instead of sitting in the nosebleed section. But I'm willing to spend more money uh, to go to sporting events. I would think baseball would have the upper hand on on the NBA and hockey because – just because of the outdoor element. You know what I mean? And it's not winter. I mean, it's not cold and flu season. Well, well, well yeah, that. But I just think, you know, I'm, well, while I'm not a scientist, I just feel like the, 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 the virus transmits exponentially more when you're indoors versus like if you're in an outdoor venue. You know, I think there's a there's an added le- level of comfort there. So, yeah, hopefully baseball will be our release in, in ways, you know. It'll be interesting if we have to get a COVID uh, vaccine every year or every six months or something. Um, yeah. I've had the pneumonia vaccine, which should last me for like for five years, I think it is. And then the flu vaccine I get every year. I've had all these other vaccines because of my stem cell transplant. And uh, the only one I didn't get is the measles, mumps, and rubella because it's a live vaccine and I don't have the immunities to fight off. They could be giving me the disease, not the immunity. Um, so we've held off on that. We'll see where that goes. But just to get outside, I mean, I, I am – Extra cautious. My kids have made me extra cautious. My wife has. Uh, my partners live with it. 
But you know, I go in the I, I went in the office yesterday, and there's nobody there. But that's pretty standard for me. And uh, it'll be nice to converse with those people. I'll, be, in fact, I'm hoping that after the vac- two rounds of vaccines and hip transplant, that I'm at least going in the office two or three days a week. I, you know, I just miss the interaction. Oh, I yeah. talk to, I mean, I talk to people all the time and on the computer and Zoom and. And then, you know, I'll print stuff out and I'll say, hey, there's a thing on the printer. Can you get that out and mail that to the client? Okay. I added things back and forth. It's a different way to work. And I I don't think we're going to junk it, but I think it, I think we're going to use it a lot, but it's going to be a, a balance. And the same with clients. I mean, oh, my gosh, what I've gone through with some of my clients. I mean, some of my clients are very uh, uh, susceptible. They're they're at risk. They're well, you older. Can, well, now that you're a podcaster, Dad, you can mm-hmm. you know you're tech savvy. You're on the frontier. That's right. How are we going to monetize this puppy? You're the attorney. Well, I, th- I think we you're, you're the brains here, Jim. All right, well, we should put this on BCSN to start with. Well, we're gonna have Local to stop saying sports channel shit all the time. Rob, go Pig- ahead, sorry. Pig- piggybacking up your comment, Jim, about like you know just going to the office and such. Like I'm. Going back to work, so I've been on I've been on parental leave since um, you know the second week of January for four weeks, and I'm going back to work on Tuesday. But going back to work just means I'm going to be sitting where I'm sitting right here recording this podcast <laughs> and just getting on my laptop, and it's going to be so. It, it, while I part of me has enjoyed working from home, like getting back to just getting in the office and yucking nope. up with people and having that human element of you know, just conversing and BSing in the hallways or what have you is just, I, just going I, out I just to lunch, like, go out to lunch and, you know, just to hear what's going on with people. That That's where we used to, uh, five of us used to go almost all the time, go over to Savini Country Club, just get the corner table in the grill room. And that was really our firm. We didn't need firm meetings. We met, you know, met three times a week for lunch and we, t- we talked through things that were happening. You know, I miss that. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's interesting that, like, I mean, Rob, like, when we ran into each other the other day at pickup at daycare, I was like, well, I know we just talked for, like, an hour the other day on the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, shit. I'm like, Rob's one of my best buddies. And I was like, we see each other. I'm like, so how about the game last night? <laughs> I, was, I was like, I I haven't used, like, the in-person skills in so long of, like, conversing and not, not necessarily shooting the shit, but I was like, I, I was like, I don't know, Rob. I, I, I'm not trained. I've, I've lost my abilities as like it's being really, in front of someone. It's so funny that you said that because I felt that, like, and granted, like, I didn't sleep well that night. So I was like kind of disoriented when I got to daycare. But I thought the same thing. I was like, like, I wasn't expecting to see you. So I was like, I was like, well, I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? It, it's, it, it's, this whole thing has just been so weird in so many ways. And I, you know, I went to, I went to the mailbox yesterday and this has happened a few times it happens about once every three weeks or so and it's freezing out and larry moon's pulling out he lives across the street and he pulls hey how are you you know we just i haven't seen well i was they went to uh, abu dhabi they have a daughter there and they had to delay their trip for two weeks because he tested positive for covid but asymptomatic and it was just like you know uh you know you start catching up at the mailbox and finally you're like hey it's freezing out let's go he says, I'm not freezing. I'm in my warm car. I go, well, I'm standing by the mailbox. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I haven't, with my hip, I haven't even been able to walk around the neighborhood. And that's I enjoy doing that. 
And since, you know, I haven't played golf since November, um, which is I started playing with a group of old guys who all went to Florida. Most went to Florida. I call them the old guys because they're all over 70. I'm the only one not. Um, I moved well, into a house in July, and I still don't even know my neighbors. I mean, I know, like, I know, like, my literal next-door neighbors, but, like, like, in September and October, I was running into people, and I almost, it was really, it was almost uncomfortable. I was like, hey, like, I'm Rob, and they were like, yeah, you know, I've been meaning to say hello to you, and, and, and we just kind of, kind of shrug our shoulders. Oh, yeah, this, this COVID environment, maybe one of these days we'll have, like, a block party. I'm like, yeah, well. Nice to meet you. Talk to you later. Better, better hurry, because if this COVID thing continues, I'll have a baby every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it gets. But man, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting the you know, we're coming up on the one year mark of when the whole I think the first week of March, they're like, all right, everybody go home. We'll we'll figure this out. And March 13th, the governor yeah. issued the orders, man. Well, all right. Speaking of orders, what's happening in the NBA? I I mainly just want to talk Nets about the suck. Brooklyn Nets. Nets suck. They don't play any defense. They rolled the Warriors last night. What the heck are you talking about? So, they lost to the Pistons and the Cavs. The Pistons seem to beat all these good teams. And I, I don't <laughs> I can't make any damn sense of it. Blake Griffin hasn't dunked in a game since 2019. <laughs> yeah, he has. Is that no, a, he hasn't. Is that, is that a real stat? That is a very real stat. I don't believe it. Holy Book God. it. Well, all right. I'm calling So, bullshit. a couple things. Kyrie says, all right, it's he so great. He can't play any defense. James Harden's the point guard. Great. James Harden, actual good passer. But Harden, his quote is just like, well, we're it's basically like we're not going to play much defense, but in a seven-game series, we don't think a team can beat us four times. Like, that's their approach. Good for them. And, it, and I think in a larger picture, NF, NBA teams are like being built in this way where they're like, the regular season is like, eh, do just enough. Because like. That's the Lakers. Yeah. The Lakers Except go to win. overtime three the games. don't win. Oh. I mean, they're third, what are they, third, fourth in the East? They're going to make the playoffs. Then like, but I uh, wish there were more. By the way, the Celtics are ahead of them. And the Celtics have been reeling too. They've been injured. I wish there was a. They came up with some solution that kind of puts more skin in the game. For it's like, look, if you perform in the regular season at such a high level, it is more advantageous. I know seeding usually would do that, but realistically, in the NBA, you know the top two teams from each conference that are going to end up there, and I don't know, it just cheapens the regular season. I wish there was some sort of way that they could. I don't know. Maybe get first round buys or some shit. I don't know. They should do what soccer does. The top, the bottom four teams should be shoved into the D League, and then promote another four teams. Rob's there a loyal follower of a team that's it, been on the yo-yo for that. Isn't that what they do in England or in Europe? In the yeah, yes, Jen, they do. So like, you know, in England specifically, there are like there are five divisions in the FA. And yeah, every single year the bottom three go down and the top three go up, and it's an absolute roller coaster. It's unfortunately not sustainable, you know, in American sports because, like, long-term like in, contracts. Well, 
so it, it, it's well contracts is one thing but like there's just not enough teams like like let's take the nba for example are you gonna are you gonna relegate the orlando magic and promote like the fort wayne team I, i'm making this up because i don't know the like, Mad-Ans? sure uh, yeah like like it's it's not a it's not really a sustainable thing but it would really really make things interesting because soccer is awesome in my opinion i mean it's my favorite sport but 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 the drama of like not being able to like I mean, there's not a draft in soccer, but like, so it, it is different, but like every game counts, there's 38 games and every single game counts. And when you have that stress of, you know, you may go down to the division below at the end of the year, it's, um, it's, it, it's, it's an absolute roller coaster, and it's so much fun. It, I mean, it, it would be, it'd be so awesome in American sports, but it's just, it's, we don't, it, it's not a viable option, unfortunately. Dad, as someone deluded. Dad, as a, as a lifelong capitalist, I think this would make sports a better product if you had that. I mean, imagine if the Warriors last year where they lost Durant, Thompson was out. They put like they basically it it, it prevents tanking. And that would oh, be yeah. a thing of yeah, beauty. Yeah, do that really work. And I'm a, I mean, I'm like a, a Warriors guy. Like, average or something. But it's like Steph could have found a way to play last year, but or if you you want to avoid relegation, so if you have someone injured, you start making some deals behind the scenes. I mean, not behind the scenes necessarily, but you got to put the best product on the field. That's what it encourages, right, Rob? Isn't that what absolutely, you see? absolutely? But you've got yeah. I mean, see, you got 32 teams in the NFL, right? Or you got let's say you got what sport would this NBA's got? NBA got 32 teams. 30 teams, 32. I think there's 32 teams. I think there's 32. There's three. No. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> Add himself? Know. Anyway, the problem is they've got the, the largest population centers already covered. I mean, New York, New York could handle four teams in the NBA. You know, you have one in Long Island and one in northern New Jersey, and you have two in, two in the city. But... Then you've got, who do you got out there? Sacramento. It's the only pro sports team in their town, right? And, I mean, okay, I don't know what the smallest fan base is in the NBA, but there's some. Memphis, Sacramento. and But you think those San Diego like a- couldn't even carry an NBA team. The Clippers had to move to L.A. Well, and that's the point. As did it- the Chargers. If you had, if you had a major and minor league, there is a lot of teams in a major. How the Premier League is laid out. Minor, you're locking up. Sixteen teams in the minors. Well, then you got a different story. Then you rotate four out each year, four up, four down, and then that gets exciting. Dad, I think I think it, you know we keep this podcast going a while. We can convert you to a Premier League fan. No, but it'll require you to get out of bed before like nine a.m. <laughs> no. No, you got VCRs or recorders or DVDs. Yeah, VCR is still which dad also in that where you're recording in the back room there where there's that big bin full of VHS. Yeah. Feel free to get rid of it. Well, there's stuff on there from your childhood. What? Dad, we looked for all the good stuff, didn't find anything. And you probably got well, Uncle Bob. Mom found more. She was she was decluttering. Why are you locked up here, Rabbi? I don't know, Dad. The audio's still good, so that's all that matters. We'll keep God, it rolling. You change beers. Keep drinking now. 
I'm drinking an Elvis juice. A brew dog. A brew Scottish. Dog. Scottish. Wait a second. Brewery. I got some of that in the refrigerator. I didn't buy it. It's delicious. It's like a seltzer. Oh. No, it's not. It's a grapefruit IPA. Yeah, that's what it is. Grapefruit infused IPA. So yes, nothing is exactly. all you said it was. See, <laughs> and Rob, Rob and I are listening to you. This is the key where my I told I think I told you my dad always positions himself in arguments. So even when he's wrong, he's somehow right. Yeah. That's a it's a it's a seltzer, and you go, no, it's a grapefruit IPA. He's like, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> like, oh, who's the best player aside he from Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? Tampa Bay defensive line. Oh, of course, that's what I said it was. Yeah, I, I forgot Sue's name, so I just said the whole line. There were really? actually two linemen that were really good. I think and we could I think we could have got to Indomitian and Sue if you wanted to. I want to know what a URI is still. God, Dallas is getting hammered. Oh my God. <sighs> Why don't you snow? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna take a picture of you, Robbie, in your frozen status. That's fine. Um, on your phone. All right. Do you? Uh, real quick. Do you think that the? And I'm a big fan of Adam Silver, pro Adam Silver podcast journal. Do you think that the NBA All Star Game is gonna happen after all these Giannis, LeBron are speaking out where they're like? I don't really see why this makes sense to do this. Oh, God. Yeah. You hear that from outside? Jesus Christ. So I actually had the privilege of going to the the, uh, skills competition last year, and it was awesome. And I will say emphatically that to to do the All-Star Game and skills competition without fans would be absolutely – I would say it would be awkward. So – now, now I know that I know that the players are 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 you know have a different. It's it's not about that, but it, it would be I, I in my view I think they should just scrap it all together. I agree. This year, send a message. I, I, we have I, a I, pandemic. We're gonna we're not gonna have it. No sense I, in putting people through it. Adam Silver's making it a pro player league, and I think he's gonna support that for sure. But it'll – I mean, they might have to eat some dollars for it, but you know what? The NBA's got super – you want to have a superstar-driven league because superstars put more uh, dollars in the owners' pockets. Like, you got to follow what the superstars want. Interesting thing this week of Mark Cuban going and saying that the Mavs aren't going to play – the Star Spangled Banner before the game. What and then it got overruled. Wait, wait, wait. What actually did he say? Off I the think he of... said, we're not going to play it before every game. He didn't say we're not going to play it in any game. Yeah, okay. But I didn't know... Was there one thing that was the needle that broke the straw's back on him deciding to say, like, hey, we're going to do this? Um, and then the NBA called him and said, look, this is – we're going to overrule this. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they were they reminded him that they do have a policy that they're going to play the national anthem before every game. He must have forgot. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting. Maybe there's more to come, but – I also wondered, I was like, well, maybe Mark Cuban, you know, he he runs like they're basically Team Europe on their team. So maybe well, it was something, but doubt it. Uh, I think there's more to it. We'll 
see what changes there without getting um, without diving too much into it. But I think his thing is be a better human, and I don't know what caused him to say what he wanted to say and take that stance, but it got overruled pretty quickly. So that's the last thing on that I'll say. Okay, Forrest. That's all I have to say about that. Um, <clears throat> uh, one thing, last sports-related, unless we got plenty more. Um, Clayton Kershaw this week came out and kind of criticized some of these teams that tank and uh, in the MLB and how things are structured where it's like, oh, you you put out a shit product for five years and then you hope you get a three-year window where you can produce. Do we think... MLB is going to look to change anything to prevent this from happening. What what could they possibly do? Um, I don't know. Any thoughts on that, Dad, Rob? I don't know how you can prevent it because, you know, the owners can do really whatever they want and they they can spend as much or as little as they want on 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 different players and different contracts. And. If they oh. want, if they're satisfied winning 59 games and hoping to get better draft picks or what have you, like I, I don't know how you can stop it. I don't know how you can prevent it in, in, in baseball or any other sport for that matter. Well, you could do a hard salary cap. They got a soft one right now and they pay a fine. They pay a luxury tax. So when you say they can pay whatever they want, yeah, but there's a there's a there's a price to pay. But when they have um shit, what team is it? That like their entire payroll is less than like two or three players on. Oh man, I don't have the stats in front of me. We'll we can dive into the contracts talking. Kevin's back, but like there's a team. I don't know if it's the Rays or whoever that's got like a seventy million dollar payroll. Oh, or and like that's like the payroll of two players uh, across like five other teams. So. Again, what did the, we, what did the, Red, what did the uh, Reds play Joey Votto? Oh, Votto's salary. I, he's got to be a $25 million man. Yeah, I, I, mean, so. I mean, the Tigers are still playing Cabrera through the roof. And yeah. That's they, got rid that, of the, they got rid of the, you know, got all those guys they had in Scherzer and, and Verlander. Oh, yeah, they got rid of that oh, a long God. time ago. Votto's, 30, Votto's 37. Shit. And he signed a 10-year, $225 million contract. So he he earns about $25 million with bonuses. Um, but, yeah, another thing. Miguel Cabrera, as such a you know Tigers fan, he's someone that, like, are we going to say that was his career wasted at all? Or, like, no, I, I feel like in the last five years. They got the World Series with him. Yeah. He just didn't win it. And then they traded all the talent away other than him. But I feel like they've been trying to reload for some time. And I don't know. Tigers haven't been relevant in like eight oh, years. Oh, they, they traded all their pitchers away. Let them go away. Well, with Mike Illich, they bet the farm. and uh, The fielder, Victor Martinez, Price, all the people they had on staff, all these aging superstars. Porcello. And then, Scherzer, there it is. Rick Porcello. Yeah, I missed I missed the days when sports are active and you mispronounce people's names on the regular. <laughs> you knew who I meant. I know. All right. NCAA. Rob, I see I saw today UC six and seven. They suck. 
They're god awful. Uh, Xavier. You see basketball? Yeah. What's the latest on Xavier? So Xavier uh, lost yesterday to UConn at home, and it was our first game in it. We've played two games in five weeks. We've been absolutely hamstringed by the coronavirus and protocols and such. We were supposed to play DePaul on Wednesday, and they, even though I think we were, I, I think we were mostly good to go. Like there's one player that's in that that's in like um that that's in like the protocol. He's being isolated, but DePaul just said, "No, nope, we're not gonna we're not gonna come to Cincinnati. We're not we're we're just not gonna come." And it's it, it sucks because you know a, a a team like Xavier. I, I think we've played 14 games now, and it's already it's the 14th of February. So we've got three weeks before the conference tournament, which who even knows if that's gonna happen. Every game for us feels like a must win for me because, you know, because you want to play like 20. I mean, in a normal season, you're playing 30 games, but we're going to be lucky to play 17 or 18. So every game from here on out feels like a must win. Well, um, they got a quality win against the Rockets. Uh, we, we did beat Toledo and we did beat uh, Oklahoma, which is good because they're they're just on a they're on a tear mm. right now. Um yeah, I, I mean, guys, like the, the whole college basketball, I, I mentioned this like two or three episodes ago, the whole college basketball thing has just been so disheartening because of the pandemic. It's been very difficult to follow. I like there's nothing like March Madness. I, I mean, even if you're a pedestrian sports fan, like it's fun to fill out a bracket and watch the games in the office, this and the other. But who? Yeah, I don't know. Rob, my commitment to you is. You heard, you're hearing it here first. I'm going to try to get the projector and TVs. We'll do it on the garage or in the garage. We'll do something where we can get together and watch the Friday of March Madness. I, I would hope. love that. I would love that. I don't know Maybe if I'll, I'll be able to keep down the, for the sports book active. You'll be post-vaccine. You could do it. Put mom inside with Cece for the day, and we'll figure, we'll, we'll figure something out. Lock the kids away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, the, the, the college basketball is um, – w- what's been amazing to me is how different conferences have, have handled the pandemic differently. Specifically, the Big 12 has just been like – like compared to the Big East has been very lax. And it's frustrating to me because I kind of feel like it should be a uniform thing, but I guess that's part of it. Like, you know, each conference can elect to do whatever they want. Well, you have all these different states. True. Michigan played its first game in 23 days yesterday and killed Wisconsin. Or was that today? That was, actually, that was three hours ago. They didn't kill them. It they were like down that's... like 15 to 20 points at one point. Uh, they came back and beat them by 10, didn't they? I mean, they made some field goals at the end, but it was they won. They were up by like four or five in the last minute and then just made their you're, field goals or foul shots. Get, you're going to get five to eight inches of snow, buddy. That's the truth. Um, all right, let's uh, bring it home here. Um, the week ahead. Um, anything we're thinking about? You're looking forward to what's on Is your mind? Is spring training gonna come out for baseball? Have they de- definitively decided that? Are they still playing? If I think they're, pl- I think they're planning to go forward on playing in local stadiums. Same thing as they did last year for the. How many games did they play? Sixty? Something like that. No, they don't. Oh, you mean like total? 
Regular season last year, did they play like 60? Yeah. I, I mean, I know uh, they're going to try to do the 160, but... Yeah, I, well, I had heard at one time they were going to go to 154, which is the old pre-1960 number. I mean, if there's ever uh, a case to shuffle the deck, now's the time to do it. And they're going to play seven-inning uh, doubleheaders games, and uh, but the DH is not going to be in the uh, NL this year, is what I heard. But it keeps changing. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how, like, we're still, like having to like be flexible here. I, I, I just kind of feel like there should be, should be a more concrete plan, but that just hasn't happened. I would well, yeah, the COVID counts have come down dramatically the last two weeks, which I is mean, why uh, I think, uh, which is why I think they will go full steam ahead with spring training, probably have games without fans. And then come the end of March, it'll just be, you know, business as usual. And each team, each uh, club will just kind of react to, you know, well, the numbers California, and fans. California, the state of California is not going to allow it. state of Michigan is iffy. Uh, the state of Illinois is iffy. And New York. So, you know, the governors might say to the Yankees, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah, well, it, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, what that'll Cuomo change. Cuomo might move all the Yankee players into the nursing homes and try to kill those people off again. Did you buy his book? God no. Um, that that he's slapping his own back. Well, you know, it's. I hope we're getting out getting out of this. But the uh, the the point I go back to, and I think Kelsey looked at me like I had two heads when I brought it up this week when we were eating dinner. I was like, and maybe it's a little bit for the theatrics when I was like, you know, they can plan. The U.S. can plan the invasion of Normandy with a bunch of other countries at a time where all they had was a telephone and a telegraph, and they had to do things by the what the tides were, and they they moved hundreds of thousands of troops into this beach, and we can't, in with today's technology, figure out how the hell to distribute the vaccine to people and get it in people's arms. It's crazy. We're well, doing twenty four seven too. The yeah, I mean. I, I think they I don't, make I don't the vaccine or anything like that on the front lines. It's just like the last you know, mile on the pipe. It's it's like how the hell can we not? It, it's more of a state of where the country's at. Where I go, can you not come together here and figure? This isn't a right or left thing. I just go. It's like logistics. Like mm-hmm. let's figure out how the hell we can organize vaccines in people's arms. And the the other part is, I don't know any. No one. I don't know if they come forward, but the people who are like, oh, are you going to get the vaccine? Everybody should be jumping the chance to get the vaccine. But there's, are, is there enough people out there that are like, you know, I'm just going to wait to get – I'm not going to get the vaccine. Enough people get the vaccine, there will be herd immunity, and then I'll be good. And if there's enough people that operate like that, and I think that's total bullshit if they I do that. I know people in the medical field that won't get the vaccine until they're kind of convinced. The other one is uh, – Where do we get? That's a, that gets us nowhere. Don't they have to get the vaccine? No, God no. I didn't know. I, 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 I just like I, I have friends that are doctors, and I feel like that. I, I, I just kind of thought that they had to get it. Did Ronnie get it? Yep. And Rala? Yep. The doctors are deli have it. I don't know. There's so a lot of teachers aren't on. getting it. The teachers are going. We're not going to school until everybody gets a vaccine. Are you getting a vaccine? No. Why not? Because then I have to go to school. Yeah. Why are we paying teachers to not do anything? Oh. 
Are you hearing this CC in the background? Is that yep. CC? I wonder. Yeah, who's trying. I think this is a. I think she's 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 getting hungry for dinner. Um, well, she's having. Some, a Heineken. She's having the date night pasta, so we're bringing it all home. We have the little last bit of date night pasta, and she's having that cut up. So, um, all right. Well, we'll bring it home here. We're over the hour, and uh, this has been a good riff, like we talked about. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Thanks for joining, everybody. Stay, stay Happy Valentine's warm. Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You know, stay warm and safe this week. I'll cut out the whole part about the airing of grievances of our significant others. <laughs> Just remember, the thing of it is, we had a good time. <laughs>